Love Talk Radio. Good afternoon. This is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me and waking me up this morning. And I want to say today is a day that I have been walking around like a chicken with my head cut off. And it's interesting as today's topic has to do with patience. And it seems like I've been having some patience, but I don't know what kind of patience I've been having. Because first of all, I can't talk for laughing too loud the other day. And then secondly, I thought I was going to my office to go to work, and that didn't work because I had my keys in the ignition of my car, and my battery is dead. So I guess I got to call AAA afterwards, but thank God nobody stole them a car. If they would have stole the Mercedes, they could have took that payment with them. So today I want to talk about patience. Now, as a child growing up, the one thing I often struggled with was patience. The words that I really did not want to hear from others, especially my parents, were, wait, give me a minute, later, and not right now. And it was also the term that individuals used to use, which is patience is a virtue. And today I still don't know what the heck that means. Now, these words still resonate in my spirit. And with what's going on today, it appears that patience is a must. Individuals appear to be impatient. Some, it looks like they're, they have a sense of entitlement. And in other situations, it seems like it's out of control. I don't know if it's just due to, to just being bored. Well, let's talk about it. Now, because I'm on my iPad and my computer wasn't working, if you call in, I hope I'm able to log you on. The call-in number to call in the show is 516-387-1914. And again, you have to excuse my voice. I'll probably share why I'm hoarse today, but uh, right about now, my throat is killing me. And in the midst of this, I also want to give my condolences to my friend Xavier Little's family, too. So many of you that know us, know him in our society, know him by Zay. So I want to make sure I throw that in there, too. Now, when we talk about patience, I learned when I was getting this information that patience depends on a lot of different things, which is probably why some individuals are finding it very hard to demonstrate patience And if we adults are acting out of control, what message are we sending our children? Because I learned that patience has a lot to do with your personality as well as your personal history and the situation. Now, when we start talking about that or just even thinking about that, what does your personality have to do with patience, meaning Are you a child or was a child that had difficulties with impulse control? Did you feel that, you know, you was a kid that should get everything you wanted? Like myself, some would say that knew me when I was growing up. So it kind of goes back to, okay, when we talk about patience, how do we learn patience? You know, was it just from our parents telling us, give me a minute? Now, when I look at the definition of patience, As a noun, it indicates the capability to accept or tolerate, display, 
trouble or suffered without getting angry or upset. Now, with just that definition alone, many of us get very upset when we don't get what we want. It's kind of like that that Burger King, we want to have it our way, or there was another commercial that used to say, I want it and I want it now. Now, when we start talking about patience, so what does actually having patient mean? Patience is actually a person's ability to wait for something or wait it out or endure something tedious without getting all riled up. Having patience means you can remain calm even when you've been waiting seems like forever or dealing with something that painstakingly slow or trying to teach someone how to do something that they just don't get. Now, I understand with the coronavirus that looking outside today, especially if you're in California, it looks like a bright, sunny, beautiful day today, and people are forgetting about the virus and people are dying, and we're kind of burnt out with, with hearing about it. But when we look outside, we think, oh, I want to go outside. I want to go to the beach. I want to go to the park. I was watching the news, and I saw where there was a shootout at a penthouse where somebody had a party. And I'm quite sure it was more than 10 people at that party. You know, so when we start talking about these things, individuals are tired of sitting in the house. I know today I thought, maybe I should do the radio from home. Then I was like, uh-uh, I'm going to work. I don't want to stay in this house. So how do we develop patience? That's some of the stuff that we're going to talk about. And if you struggle with it, give me a call, 516-387-1914. Now, I want to give you guys some really good information because part of this show is to understand why is patience so important? Why do we need to have it? Why should it be taught at a very young age? Patience makes individuals healthier. Anger and stress are two things that are enough to ruin a person's health because when you get angry, it can lead to hypertension. When we start thinking about individuals with diabetes, cancers, a lot of that stuff is kind of stress-related too. Now, when we start talking about the anger and the stress, we know that there's good stress and we know that there's bad stress. But with just those two things, it's enough to ruin a person's health. But patience is an important tool in overcoming frustration because we often become very frustrated when things don't go our way. And patience, with patience, it allows us to suspend judgment long enough to make informed decisions. And I find that to be very interesting because when you become impatient, you can't think right. I was running around here not only trying to find my keys, but making my coffee, trying to make my breakfast sandwich. And I'm like, I should have got up the first time I woke up this morning, but I refused to. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to rest, relax my mind, you know, take my mind off of things. But Lord knows I did not know I left my keys in my car. Nor, when I got ready to take my sip of my coffee, found out I forgot to put the sugar in my coffee. So I was like, oh. So, oh, my phone is clicking. So when we start talking about these things, we got to know and we got to learn. Have 
patience so that you won't make bad and poor decisions. Because, again, thus it paves our way to happiness and a peaceful life. Now, there's a benefit because a lot of individuals say, why I got to wait? Why is this taking so long? There are some advantages to being patient because it allows an individual's time to be strategic in thinking and completely evaluating a situation. And I think that's why a lot of times, especially seniors, they try to tell us, I don't have nothing but time, or, you know, they used to say time waits for no one. We've, we've heard so many different cliches, but when we start talking about, and they say with, with rushing, baby, don't rush, take your time, be patient. Like I said, a lot of times individuals struggle with what was the advantage. Why do I or why should I have to do that? But when I indicated that it allows us time for strategic thinking and completely evaluating our situation, things have to fall into place. And when things fall into place, it presents a clearer strategic view of what is actually going on meaning you can be okay with waiting until things calm down, putting a person in a better situation to make strategic decisions. Now, with what's going on, you know, with the coronavirus, we're watching the news, we're listening to the radio. Some individuals say open up um, stores in the mall. Some individuals say it's too soon, wait. Now, I know I'm not going to no malls and I'm not going to no stores. I had Miss Althea cracking up, and I can't wait for her to join me on the show today. I was in there trying to do my own toenails last night. I was messing up my polish. I was all of that. But I felt like I'm not going to be trying to run to no nail salon. Now, that's not to say that I don't want them to make any money or I want anyone to be struggling financially because that's not the case. But the problem is, in order to deal with this virus or what's going on that we don't see, we need to be, we need to think. We need to be mindful of what's going on. Now, talking about and with the patience, and I need to be patient because my voice is going out more and more, so I hope someone call in at 516-387-1914 so I don't just have to sit in my kitchen and listen to the birds chirp. So talking about these uh, making decisions, becoming more strategic, looking at with patience, patience is the key also to success. A lot of things don't just happen overnight. Even though we may want it to happen overnight, that's not always the case. Now, patience, when I said is not the key, but I said it was, but basically it indicates that it's not the key to achieving your goals, but it helps because Patient also help us to acquire positive attitudes so that we can think also more positively instead of being negative. I got these gadgets in my hand, and I know, Pat, I'll check your text message or the message you sent me in a minute. Now, when we start talking about is patience a good quality, some would say, yeah. So if patience is a good quality, we have to hurry up and learn to develop these qualities of patience because if individuals still continue to be impatient, it can cause a whole lot of chaos because patience creates confidence, 
decisiveness, and a thoughtful outlook on life. Patient leads to wisdom and success because we were patient. Now, as the show go on, and like I said, I'm waiting on my callers. I'm waiting on Miss Thea because I know she's on a call right now to come and join me. I don't know about calling in, and I don't know where my other people are today. Maybe they are at the beach or out shopping or doing something. I have some information, and it talks about here are four ways to be the patient person you never thought you could be. Because like I said right now, I don't have no choice but to be patient because I can't go nowhere I'm stuck. Now, these are four ways. Make yourself wait. The best way to be patient is to make yourself wait. And you might say, how can I do that? Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. Sometimes you got to convince yourself that, you know what, that can wait. I don't have to go do this, not right now. And I like that, not right now, because people used to always say, not right now, just not right now. Or, you know, give me a minute, I'll do it later. Another way or thing that you can do is to stop doing things that aren't important, meaning you don't have to do everything in one day. I want to say besides the fact that people are dying and getting sick with this coronavirus, it has caused me to slow down a lot because I'm not running up and down the highways as much. I'm not seeing as many clients that I was before, and I'm not in the office till sun up and till sun comes up and the sun goes down. So that kind of you know, make things a little different. But we have to first realize what's important and stop doing things that are not so important. Now, we all have things in our lives that could take time away from what is important, but one way of removing stress from our lives is to stop doing those things. we got to take time and start evaluating and, you know, think about our week, think about our schedule, set goals. And if we were to take two or three things out of our day-to-day schedule that's not so important, we can actually get more things done. I'm laughing because my iPad just went dead. I'm like, for real, for real. So think about for a minute what's important to you, what you need to do, and why you need to do it. That will help you to decide whether you should do it or not. And it's also when we start talking about these, you know, with the schedule, when you look at your schedule from when you wake up in the morning to the time you go to sleep, and I talk about taking those things out, we also have to learn to say no. Say no to some things that can cause you stress and make us become impatient. And a lot of us have difficulty saying no, which I've done shows before about being a people pleaser. But I remember that was another thing I didn't like as a child. My mother used to tell me, no is an answer, just like yes. And I used to be like, well, I don't like no. Another thing it indicates, and I'm getting a lot of this information from Inc.com, we need to be mindful of things making you or us impatient. Many people have several tasks that jump in their head, and they jump from one thought to another without taking time to finish the first task. Now, myself, I call myself a good multitasker, but apparently when I multitask, it seems like I still didn't get nothing done. But the thing is, sometimes it works for some better than others. But 
when we're talking about these thoughts in our head, take your time because we it's become very frustrating when we feel we are making progress. So it's better to be mindful of our thoughts. And the best way to understand that sometimes is to write things down. And when you write it down and you make a list, and if it starts making you impatient, slow down and focus on the task one at a time and remove things that stress you out. Another thing that it indicates, which is the fourth one, relax and take deep breaths. Most of all, just relax and take deep breaths. Taking slow and deep breaths can calm the mind and the body. This is the easiest way to help ease any impatient feeling you are experiencing because if breathing doesn't help, find time to take a walk to clear your head, and that can also be helpful in getting focused on what's important. The point is to find some time for you each day to decompress. And a lot of us lived such busy lives before the coronavirus, so we didn't take time to decompress. We were just always on the go. So I hope that some of those things kind of helped you in regard to some things that you can do. Now, when we start talking about, and I said about our personality, in regards to why are some individuals more impatient than others, and impatient why, and how to practice patience. Because patience in times of stress fosters peace of mind instead of anger, which is one of the things we talked about. I indicated what patience was in regards to the capability to accept and tolerate delay, difficulty, or annoyance without getting angry or upset. And like I said, I said as a child, but now we're finding that many adults are having difficulties with it and they get upset. Now, when we start talking about this, and I'm getting some information from psychology today, and the person that wrote this article, and Lord, I am really, my voice is going out more and more. The individual that wrote the article indicated that for many years, their reaction to the presence of anyone that was getting angry or at least upset, they realized that it was a response that was severe only to make them already stressful and unpleasant situations worse, because it does. Because when you become impatient, you might make it make the situation worse than what it already was. So, like I said, we just definitely have to be mindful of that. Now, getting to some of the things that's in this article and talking about this, we have to recognize that impatience have risen. In order to know if you are becoming impatient, you got to recognize it. You know, do you, are you one to start tapping your feet or twirling with your hands or twirling your hair? You know, sometimes other people may tell you just slow down, calm down, don't be so impatient. But you also have to recognize it. And it may not be easy at first because when things are not going our way, and one of the, the biggest, biggest area where we found impatience was being stuck in traffic. And as you know, many individuals are saying, now traffic is like gone and people are now getting in trouble for speeding because we're driving too fast. But traffic was one that individuals first started realizing, oh, this is a problem. And that basically 
was one of the things how we would respond would get us in a lot of trouble. So what I'm trying to tell you is know your triggers, whether it's being in a line, struggling to figure out a computer, kids getting on your nerves, waiting on the doctor to come in, waiting on your food at a restaurant like myself, or yesterday it could be um, when we used, oh, God, we was at using Grubhub, and I wanted, I'm going to give a shout-out to Felix Barbecue. Um, but the problem was they kind of forgot my barbecue ribs and didn't send my food. So I'm sitting at the house, thank God I ordered two separate meals because they forgot one whole meal. But I had to wait almost a whole other hour to get it back or for them to deliver it to Grubhub. So think of your triggers and what it is that you kind of have difficulties when we're talking about waiting and waiting for what. So as we are, as you're doing that and trying to find ways to where it can or you can relieve the anxiety is, like I said first, think of the environment. We conform to our expectations. We talked about the um, traffic. And we also expect people to conform to our expectations, meaning they ought to, they should have, and that's not always the case. Another thing we need to think about when we're talking about dealing with our um, impatience or being impatient is, thirdly, is our expectations often unrealistic? A lot of times we put way more on ourselves and we become very impatient when we have to do it. And fourth, our expectations are almost always unrealistic when it comes to what goes on in our mind. We think we should be able to control Certain things, our thoughts, our emotions come out. and But what the problem is, when these unwelcome thoughts and emotions pop up all the time, we need to take a time out. And that's interesting because a lot of times with children, when children become impatient, that's the first thing we do is put them on time out. We try to verbalize with them, and we tell them to take a time out, go in your room, go take a nap. If that's the case, why we as adults can't do that? Why do we have to always want what we want when we want it? Now, if you want to call in and you want to join me on the show, like I said, because my voice and my throat is sore and my throat is giving out, my voice is getting lower and lower and lower. Now, I have some information also, and it talks about the power of patience. Because, again, it is a skill, and it's a skill that we have to learn, we have to practice, and then after we practice it, we can master it. And a lot of times individuals will look at us like, why are you so calm? Why are you so cool and collected? Now, when we start talking about this, and this also is coming from psychology today, and it was written by a young lady by the name of Judith Olaf, she's an MD, and she talks about emotional freedom, which is the power of patience, and she indicates that the importance of patience as a coping skill and how to achieve it. Now, she is, and she said as a psychiatrist, she found that patience is an invaluable skill that she teach to her clients, and she wrote a book about it, and she emphasized the importance of patience as a coping skill and how to achieve it. Because frustration is not the key to any door, but patience 
is a lifelong spiritual practice as well as a way to find emotional freedom. Now, we need a new bumper sticker indicating frustration happens, which we know, because people get bored, they become frustrated, they become irritated. So what are they supposed to do? Now, patient doesn't mean that we have to be passive or it doesn't mean that we have to give up our power. It's an emotional freeing of practice that we practice by waiting, watching, and knowing when to act. And I like that. Wait, watch, and know. Because when you know, you will feel better about the decision. Now, patients in the past got a bad rap for the wrong reason. Because, one, again, many people would tell people, have some patience. Or you don't have no patience. Or you can't you wait. You know, we would hear all these different negative things. So that kind of gave patients, the word patience, a bad rap. But the problem with that is when we consider or we consider that we are presenting patients as a form of compassion and we start looking at it as a way of emotionally redeeming ourselves, then we can look at it and view it from a whole totally different perspective. Because I can be pissed off with the fact that I left my keys in my ignition of my car. But for what? I can't be mad at nobody but myself. I remember sitting in my car talking to my daughter, sitting there with, trying to charge my battery up. But what I forgot was I just got out the car, forgot to turn the car off, and just walked in the house and didn't go back outside. So I can't be mad at nobody but myself. But if I had a nine-to-five job that I had to go to, I would be in trouble because I wouldn't have been able to make it because my car battery is dead. Or, like I said, somebody could have stole the whole doggone car and had keys to everything. Now, when we start talking about the practice and patience, she wrote a book, and it was a New York Times bestseller, and it was entitled Emotional Freedom. And what she talked about was the emotional action step, practice patience in a long line. Now, some individuals, even with the coronavirus again, I've never seen lines as long as I've seen at Costco, at the grocery store, at trying to get into Walmart, at Home Depot. I'm just like, for real? So many times people will see a line and they'll walk away. Now we have to stand in these lines because we need these necessities. Now, as a kid, the only time I remember waiting in line was at an amusement park. And we would stand in line for two hours, almost three hours at Magic Mountain, trying to get on a new ride, and the ride was only going to be about three or four minutes long. Then we was like, why did I stand in line all this time and then mess around and half the day is gone while we're at the amusement park? So now we sit here in these lines, but we have to practice it. So that means instead of becoming irritated or pushy, which can tax our system with the rush of stress hormones, we need to take a break and we got to tell ourselves, I'm going to wait peacefully and enjoy the pause. I was looking at Facebook the other day and a woman, I think it was this morning I woke up, and a woman was saying that her mother or her parents wanted some Lysol. So she got up at 7-something in the morning, took pictures on it, Facebook Live, a long, long line. In, wait, to get into Walmart 
just to get some Lysol, only to come out and they had no Lysol. Now, most individuals would have just been so frustrated, but she wanted to talk about it. So that is another thing that individuals are doing to release some of their frustration is to talk about it, to not become so impatient. Because when you're standing in line to go get something and it's gone, that used to really, really piss people off. But today, we look at it from a whole different perspective. So therefore, we have to train ourselves to be more patient. And like I said, patience for some, they're born to be patient. They have a knack for it. But with others, they still have a hard time. You know, now, again, if you want to call in and you want to join me in this conversation, give me a call, 516-387-1914. And like I said, I know I'm on my iPad, and the last time I tried to do this show on my iPad, people were telling me that they weren't able to call in, the calls weren't going through. So I don't know if that's what's happening right now, because this is all I got to use right now, because... My computer just did not want to work. <laughs> I'm looking at my um my thing, and somebody asked me, why am I in the dark? And somebody said, better. Um, okay, Joanne, I'm in the dark because I couldn't find a spot in my house where I didn't have a bunch of junk at in order for me to do the show. And I'm also in the dark because I couldn't find my lip gloss, my lipstick. I can't find nothing, so I'm walking around with a chick with my head cut off. So I went in my living room by the door to try to give me some sunlight. So that's why I'm in the dark. And, Pat, you need to be on my better. I don't know what you're talking about. But okay. So, again, if you want to call in on the show, and I'm trying to find if there's any more comments, suggestions that individuals have as we start talking about patience. Because I want to hear some of your stories. I want to hear some of the things that you are struggling with when it comes to why you feel you want to go to the beach, why you feel you, I know many individuals are waiting on their kids to go back to school. I just want to hear your thoughts in regards to that. Because I know that it's been a while. I know that individuals want to have birthday parties. They want their kids to have celebrations. We had to get through Easter. Hopefully we won't tomorrow, Cinco de Mayo, which is a whole other issue individuals are used to celebrating. So I get it. So we'll see how that's going to go. Thea, you ready to join me? I'm screaming for Thea. You said 1230. Okay. So you can tell I'm trying to get somebody to come help me because my throat is sore and I can't talk no more. So, but we'll keep it moving. Now, When we talk about kids, how do you get or what are some of the tips and tools that you're using when it comes to trying to teach your children to become patient? Because I know a lot of kids are becoming very stir-crazy with staying in a home, and they don't understand why it is they have to stay in the house. And I guess I could say it's probably, probably doing like they think with Santa Claus, thinking that you're telling them a story of why we got to stay home. When they can look outside 
and they can see that it don't look like nothing is going on. Now, I have some information, and it's coming from Kids Village, and it talks about five tips for teaching patience to children. Now, teaching patience to children is about more than making road trips because sometimes we would do that too when we have long, long trips that are dry and kids will become impatient, meaning are we there yet, are we there yet? It's also one of the most important skills that your child can learn while they're young. And I do believe that if many of us had developed the skill of patience when we were kids or younger, we wouldn't be dealing with the being so impatient today. Now, patience is one of the first steps to learning delayed gratification. And I'm going to quote like my pastor used to say, Delayed does not mean denied. And with delayed gratification, which contributes not only to career success, but also health, relationship, and more, and teaching children to be patient can also be seen when we talk about it, um, it, it results in a lot of energy. But there are often multiple times a day where we can reinforce patience for our children. Now, the one thing we have to do in the tips that they give us or the top tips for teaching patients to children is make it a positive experience. Because when your child is young, it's hard for them to conceptualize the need for or the benefits of patients. Not only is their concept of time not quite developed, but neither is their sense of delayed gratification. That's why they will bug the heck out of you when you say, give me a minute. A minute seems like it is just taking forever. So that is the problem with that. So when you set a time frame for something, like when they can get a snack, when you're going to arrive at your designation, they're going to ask, is it, is it time yet frequently? So you have to stay patient kind, and positive when they ask, even if it's for the 20th time. And that takes me to these protests that we got going on. It's like they ask in and keep protesting and keep, you know, my rights, and sometimes kids feel the same way. But snapping at your child or otherwise punishing them for asking too many times will reinforce the idea that waiting is negative experience However, staying calm and positive while they wait reinforces that waiting can be a positive experience. And like I said earlier, or I will say, waiting right now could save our lives. Another area that they indicate in regards to patients and teaching children patience is let them experience the wait. It could be negative habit to use a screen or minus distraction to bridge the gap between now and future events. So when your child is playing a game on a screen, watching a show, he isn't experiencing time the same way that he or she would be if they needed to be more present. Instead, find a different way to help the time pass in a more productive, engaging way. It allows your child to feel time passing while still having a positive experience through it. And another thing, keep your promise. When you tell a kid or you tell someone you're going to do something at a particular time, please 
do it. Like Thea said, she was going to be on the show at 1230, and she's not on the show yet. But keep your promises. When you know, or, you know, it says we're sure that we're not the only parents who've ever promised someone something or something in the near distant future, only to hope that if we wait long enough that they'll get distracted and forget about it. This habit, however, not only prevents your child from properly developing an accurate sense of time, but it also makes the wait seem longer than normally it would be. This unfortunately creates a mindset in your child that if he or she has to wait five or ten minutes, that it will actually take ages because that's what they've experienced in the past. So be accurate and keep your promise when your child asks how long. And if you don't know, tell them, I don't know. If it's going to be a little longer, communicate with them and let them know. Now, Thea's calling in. I don't know why she's calling in instead of just coming in here. <laughs> you know what, Thea. <laughs> I apologize for uh, being late. I had a, a a meeting, and it went a little over. They said it was going to be a half hour, and they wanted to use the full 40 minutes of the free Zoom meeting. So did you have patience? Yes, I did. I stayed on there and through the end, through the closing prayer. That's why I'm just now calling in. Now you know because you're in another room. I can still hear you, right? Because you know you talk about as loud as I do. So we got to echo as considering we're in the same house. There, I closed the door. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that. And my voice is so shocked. I I'm I'm I can't talk. I don't know what I sound like, but my voice is killing me. Now oh, no. the fourth and I'm and I'll share that you know why I'm why I'm hoarse from laughing so hard. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me stop. I'ma blame it on you, Thea. You made me oh, lose no. my voice. I have a I have a soft vocal cord and I was screaming <laughs> at you so loud. So I was using all of my energy, all of the voice that I had to scream at you while you were like, I can't do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> not funny. Me, no, it ain't funny because it's been, I'm on what, that was Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I'm on my second day of horses. I've been sucking on um, throat lozenges and drinking hot coffee and and run around like a chick with my head cut off, and now I can't talk. So I don't know what I'm going to do about mm. tomorrow. Okay, so the fourth one I want to let the listeners know is give them information. Instead of answering your child's perspective in regard to repetitive, you know, questioning, just give them an answer. Now, and another thing is have a countdown or visual presentation that also helps. Now, Bea, what do you want to add to this show when we talk about patience? Because I was talking about I found some information, and it said that a lot of it has to do with your personality, meaning if you are an impatient person or part of your personality, it's very difficult to to learn how to wait. You know, it's very difficult to comprehend when a person or as a kid, somebody say, give you a minute. What is your perspective when it comes to patience? Um, I think, okay, like your topic last week, I believe, was common sense. 
Okay, now I'm going to go back to um, simple common courtesy. When it comes to patience, it all depends on where we are as people and personal growth that we've experienced. Because like you asked me with my church group, okay, now I wanted to just log off saying, okay, now they said 30 minutes, but then I had to consider the other members in the church and not just think about myself. Okay, now how, well, for one, it was a little bit selfishness, so I can't say it was all just personal growth, me being like, but it was like, it was a little bit of self-centeredness kind of come in because I had to think, okay, you know, that would be rude. And so I don't want to come across rude. So, no, I guess it wasn't really self-centeredness because I was thinking, okay, this is a group meeting. Then if I want to be part of this group, I need to show some respect. And so I had patience and I stayed on the extra few minutes, even though they said the meeting was going to end at 1130. And it was the same thing with my teacher and the, the group, the meeting I had just before that. With my with my class, okay, someone was talking. I was patient while the person was talking. I didn't just want to, because she said the meeting was going to be a half hour. It kept going. And so, but when the guy took a breath and I had a couple seconds in there, out of consideration for him and not just making it all about me, I waited patiently until I got a, a break and I said, excuse me, class, I'm going to log off because I have another meeting to go to. And see, for me, that's, that's per, I have to say it's personal growth because before I would have never considered anybody. So my patience now comes out of consideration for other people. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And that's interesting when you say consideration for others because a lot of times when we become impatient, it becomes all about us. We don't think about mm-hmm. others. The other thing we start talking about even with children with patience is to praise patience, to praise the person. You know, thank you for your time. I appreciate what you've done. You know, because when a person is there acknowledged, it also goes a long way. Okay, now we have another caller mm-hmm. calling in. Good afternoon. This is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio, number ending in three, three. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for calling in. I wish you guys would have called in earlier because my throat is so sore. I could barely talk. But when we talk about patience, what do you want to add to this show? When we talk about patience, developing patience, knowing, seeing what's going on in Orange County and all over the world with individuals becoming impatient, what, what is your take on all of this? The first thing that comes to my mind is you need to write down everything that you're worried about because worry takes out the makes makes you impatient mm-hmm. so if you write down your thoughts about how you're feeling about a situation and you just let it go um, time will pass and you'll have more um, I don't know what the word would be it'll be confidence or more um, patience would be built Patience is a muscle mm-hmm. that you need to develop. Mm-hmm. You know, I like what and... you use where you put that, Nancy, because part of that is helping to reduce anxiety. See, we talk about patience, and I indicated how patience can be related to or being impatient can have a lot to do with being angry and or have something to do become stressful. But I didn't use the word how it increases your anxiety. And I know even as a therapist, because you guys know I'm a licensed therapist, is a lot of individuals are having difficulties with depression and anxiety right now. And part of that is because of patience. And I gave some information about teaching patients to children 
Earlier in the show, I talked about patients and adults and teaching them is sometimes we have to, one, make ourselves wait, two, stop doing things that are not important, three, be mindful of things making you impatient, and four, relax and take a deep breath. And for those of you that know me know, I don't know how to relax, but I'm learning how to relax. I'm learning how to just sit down and do nothing. And, Thea, you've been seeing that because I know you'd be like, is she going to ever come out the room? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, where she at? I've just really been trying to slow down. But I've been slowing down so much I feel stagnant because I forgot to put the sugar in my coffee. I messed around and left my keys in my car. We left the garage door open the other night. And what did I say? Did we get robbed? <laughs> <laughs> you learning how to relax. I guess I guess it's like the lady the lady just said. It's um you're exercising that muscle of relaxation. Yeah, but too much. I'm feeling like I'm getting kind of slow. I'm not on my game right about now. I don't leave my garage door open like that. And then the other night, it was the front door we left open. We just out of control right about now. It's like we acting on this um, Central D Entertainer, make my day. Good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you have to make a checklist. A checklist of everything that you need to do instead of just, okay, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And the more hurried we are, the more the more susceptible we are to having a heart attack and a stroke. And that's where Psalms 23 comes in. The Lord will make you lie down. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to mm-hmm. or not, he's going to make you slow down. He's going to make you lay down. And that's what happened to me. I ended up having a heart attack on Friday because I was hurrying Trying to get things oh, done, and yeah, on Friday I was in the hospital. Past Friday. Wow, I'm glad you are okay. But I've been forgetting stuff for work, the Because remember the other day I had to call you because I left something at home, and then mm-hmm. the, um, third I left my computer bag in the office. I had to call Linda, then bring it to me on Saturday. I had no computer, no iPad, no nothing. I'm leaving stuff, losing stuff. I'm just like. But I think the ultimate was last night. I've never just left my keys and my ignition with my car running with the thing. And girl, all keys, car just in ignition. And I'm running around trying to get out of here to go to work and uh, can't find my key in the car. So, okay. But, Nancy, I'm glad you're okay. I I really am because we don't want to lose you now. We don't want to lose you. So Mm. do something down. I know it's a lot going on, but um, we, we gotta we gotta do better. I always say when you know better, you do better. Now I'm looking at some information, and Nancy, you took me there because you talked about muscles. I have some information, and it talks about, and it's from MindfulMinutes.com, and they talk about strategies to build your patient muscle because it does take work, and patience is one of those yeah. virtues. That sounds simple from a distance. However, while the thought of waiting for something you want or you need may seem easy in theory, it is much more than what we talk about um, easier than, I mean, much more difficult than it is in our practice or to practice. 
where you're actually faced with an obstacle, the entire concept of impatient grows more challenging, and it can be difficult to improve patients in the moment. And that's where when we start talking about what's going on and, you know, people don't want, they don't want to be home, they don't want to, you know, it's just, it's, it's crazy. We talked about a little bit in regards to triggers and whatever or whomever your triggers. Patience is the most difficult to muster up when you encounter a roadblock or a waiting time between you and something you want. And we already struggle with our wants versus our needs. And some individuals say, I want this, but then it's like, do you need it? Now, patience right. versus mindfulness. To understand the role of mindfulness, it plays in being patient. We can make sure we are working off the same definition of patience, which we said patience by the Western Dictionary means bearing pain or trials calmly without complaint and steadfast despite opposition, difficulty, or adversity. Now, you can't really practice patience if you're not mindful or aware of the situation you're in and your reactions to it. And in the face of discomfort, inconvenience, or difficulties, which is an inevitable part of life on this planet, you must preserve calmly, steadily, and mindfully. Theo, what do you want to say in regards to that? Because these are things, it sounds so simple, but we got to pause and breathe. Stop resisting. Acknowledge the effects of impatience, and look for the silver lining on the lesson. What do you think the lesson is here with a lot going on? I agree so much with that, especially how they sum it up with the mindful part, because that's kind of like how I feel. You know, like I was saying earlier. Okay, now if I'm going to maintain patience, it's going to take more than me. So I'm going to, of course, I'm going to have to, I'm taking a deep breath while I'm considering other people because it's not just all about me. I'm coming out of self-centeredness, which means I'm more mindful now. I'm paying attention to other things going on around me because I now realize that an impatient decision, unless, unless it's like, okay, unless it's like me by myself and I can't wait for the water to heat up, I want my coffee now, then I'm just going to be drinking lukewarm coffee. Ain't nobody else going to be affected by it. But if there are other people around, so it requires mindfulness. If there are other people around, if my impatience is going to affect somebody else, then I have to stop, take a breath. I have to pause for a second and consider bringing the big picture and then make my decision. And that in itself is patience in progress. I think, you know, because I'm, I'm, being, I'm being considerate. Yeah. And like I said, and look, you got to you got to trust God. You got to trust God through the process. You can't, you can't, you can't change a man's heart. You can't ch- change the situation. We're not God, and that's what keeps ringing in my head. Trust God through the process. Trust God through the process. Mm-hmm. He made you lay down for mm-hmm. a minute because he wants you to build. He wants to build your patient muscles up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Thea told me to stay at home. You're staying home today? I looked at the house and said, nope, I'm going to go. <laughs> it couldn't go nowhere. Ran outside. Ran outside and was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I can't go nowhere. I'm stuck. <laughs> but that's all right. Triple A, come help me. Because Thea, we ain't going to blow nothing up trying to start these cars up. We're going to just. I'm going to let AAA handle it. 
Okay. I just hope I don't mm-hmm. have another battery. I hope just a start, uh, just a jump for help. I just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. So, again, look for the silver lining. And a lot of times we get curious. We think, oh, my God, this will last forever. I'm not going to ever be able to go outside. I'm not going to ever be able to go to the beach. When am I going to be able to go to the mall? Well, it's like for real, for real. So we have to also, when we're looking at these situations, is not only look at the silver lining, but think of something positive. And I asked this question earlier, but Thea, what do you think, or just a suggestion, what do you think the silver lining or the lesson is that we have to learn from all of this that we're dealing with the right now? silver here? lining? Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day. It's the silver lining, okay, at the end of the day, patience really is a virtue because if you can just sit back and take a deep breath and exhale slowly, like the other lady was saying, um, you're trusting in something bigger than you. You're you're able to react, relax. You have patience. You have that calm, you know. And it's like, wow, I, you can act. I can actually let go of everything that's going on around me because I'm not in control of it anyway. And now here comes my relief. Wow. Okay, all I had to do was take a deep breath, calm, relax, and um, just be, I don't know. I'm, I know what I want to say, but I'm having a hard time trying to say it. Um, mm-hmm. I guess to me the silver lining would be, would be being able to center in and tune, center into me, tune into something bigger than me and realize that I'm a part of it all without having to run it all. Gotcha. And you know what I'm sitting up here thinking, Thea, is because you know I just lost a very dear close friend of mine, and yeah. I remember going back and forth with him on Facebook on um, when, I, when I posted that picture of me, and I said, I don't know if it was a compliment to my sister or an insult to me, and he said an insult, and we were going back and forth, and then him posted about his motorcycle and wanting to go for a ride, and you know, another person was posting back, talking about, I can't wait. And, you know, he was so, I want to go for a ride. I want to go for a ride. And went for a ride and wind up dead. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what if he wouldn't have went on that motorcycle ride? What if he would have waited till next week or whenever the other guy or the person that was talking to him, what if he would have said, okay, man, I'll wait for you to get here before I jump on this bike? Would that have made a difference? Mm-hmm. You know, that would have made a difference. No, I don't think it would have. I don't think it would have. You know me, I'm a firm believer, okay, we are born to do one thing at the end of our life, and that's to die. We are all going to die. I am a firm believer that we all have a set day and a set time. I remember when I was little, I used to hear, if you get on an airplane and the plane crashed, your whole family talking about he should have took the bus. Okay, but if it's your time to go, that bus is going to go over the side of the mountain. If you stay home, you might just die in your sleep. Your heart might explode in your chest. We all have, he might have died from, someone, you know, someone was saying a heart attack. Maybe he would have died from a heart attack. But if it was his time to go, he was going to go. At least he got his bike ride in. Yeah, he did. And his granddaughter was on the back of the bike with him. So he wasn't on the bike by himself, and his wife was behind him. Yeah, so at least he got his bike ride. If he had awaited, he might not have got his bike ride. 
So I'm just like, you know, and so we start talking about the lesson. The lesson may not be the lesson that we want it to be, but sometimes we start talking about patience. We just have to learn how to be patient and learn basically not only the survival, but the time. Use the extra time wisely. Now, even yeah. what we're going on now, now that we have extra time in this moment, what are you going to do with it? A lot of times you're going to I'm tired of staying in the house. I can't take this no more. Instead of focusing on the thing that's in your way or the things that you're after, focus on something else you normally don't have time for. See, we were cleaning up, and you see what that led yeah. to. <laughs> that's okay, though. It, it's a work in progress. And today is a good today is a good day to get on it some more. Oh, I got some telehealth sessions. I got to do it two, three, or four, so it has to be after five. So let me see if I can get AAA to get my car started first, because I was going to do some work, but I do got to do some um, some some other sessions. Now we got one minute left in the show. Nancy, anything else you want to say? What was your lesson, or what do you want to do with your extra time now, especially considering you just had a heart attack? Mm. Oh, what am I going to do? I'm just going to start uh, going back in my Bible and reading reading my word and just get myself reconnected with God closer because, you know, he gave me another chance. Mm-hmm. His mercy and grace, his mercy and grace shined upon me, and... It was a wake-up call. We need to slow down. Stop mm-hmm. drinking coffee. You know, Stop drinking all these caffeinated drinks. It, it's I'm going to withdraw real bad for caffeine, and it's hard. You know, it's kind of like but the God is able. If you go, if you go worry, don't pray. If you go pray, don't worry. Just don't do both. Do you anything you want the listeners to know before we end the show? Um. I would just say practice patience. During this pandemic, practice patience. I mean, and it can be just saying, okay, I'm going to sit still for 15 seconds. Start with 15 seconds. Work up to a minute. Practice patience. Mm-hmm. Okay. It might add well, a moment or two to your life. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I want to thank you for joining us here at Precious Predicaments. I want to thank you, too, for calling in. So I wouldn't have to do this show all by myself because I'm finding, like, um, the little character on um, The Little Rascal. What was his name? Frog? Not Frog. Was it Froggy? I think it was Froggy. So I'm starting to sound like Little Froggy on The Little Rascal. So I got to do something about my throat. So, again, thank you for joining me. Oh, no. Tomorrow's show, Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about the love of money. You know how they say that money is the root of all evil? Is it money or is it the love of money? So we're going to be talking about the love of money. Don't you that those of you that are at home and you are getting your stimulus check and you're getting your unemployment check, the thing is, we're going to talk about spending it wisely because we don't know what's going to happen. But don't go out there and just go crazy. We're going to use wisdom when it talks about money. So it's going to be the show will be tomorrow at 1130 at Purchase Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. You want to call in? Give us a call, 516-387-1914. Again, thank you for joining us for today's show as we provided information and tips in regards to patients. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.